The Chattanooga Drive-In Show is presented by Quality Tire Pros on Cherokee Boulevard, the highest quality tires for all makes and models of vehicles, and the best service in town. Hello, folks. Howdy. Aloha. Hola. Que tal? Bonjour. Good morning. Bonjour. Konnichiwa. Whatever. Howdy. It's, it's pert near that time again for the Chattanooga Drive-In Show. <laughs> Featuring old Uncle Heffy, Jeff Styles with a Y, and uh, Pimp Jen Lambert, and Russell the Love Muscle Stroud, Brian Stone, and a cast of love the ones I just told you. And appreciate you guys tuning in today, Wednesday morning. Lots of stuff to talk about. Lots of things to get to. And relatively short amount of time to get there. So let's get going. Quickly, thank you to Quality Tire Pros for being our presenting sponsor. Thanks to, all, thanks to all of our sponsors and all the folks who listen and watch out there. We have uh, about once every couple of years, we have this uh, bizarre weather phenomenon. Uh, it's really not bizarre. It's actually quite normal. But we just we always seem to be surprised when it happens. We get the uh, dust cloud from the Sahara, the Sahara Desert. Oh, yeah. In Africa that blows off the eastern coast of Africa. I remember the last time we talked about it. Blows all the way across the ocean and usually then comes up from the Gulf. It actually skirts by New Orleans and then makes its way back up, you know, toward the northwest, toward us, which is the way our prevailing, you know, weather systems. They come from the southwest to the northeast. I said northwest, that shit northeast. Uh, so we, we've got that going on right now. The The good thing about that is that it actually makes for better sunrises and sunsets. Hard to tell if it's overcast, which we're dealing with a lot of that this week, which is fine. We need the rain. I think we actually made up a pretty good amount of rain uh, mm-hmm. on Monday. Uh, I think we're like down an inch right now, so we're definitely not looking at drought conditions. But also, it uh, it tamps down the uh, risk of huge, huge storms, uh, hurricanes. Yep. Why dust particulates do that? But I mean, scientists have studied this for a long time, trying to, I guess it would be de-seed hurricanes. You know, you can seed yeah. a storm by putting things into a cloud. My that, hypothesis is that it's a static electricity, but that's might just very me. well be. I don't know, but it, apparently it does uh, dampen the the chances. So yay for Sahara dust coming our way. Just one more thing to sneeze at. Uh, also, the rain did knock the pollen down just a little bit, a wee bit. Um, we mentioned yesterday, and I think we were all kind of aghast that there had been no news about the drug overdose. Well, excuse me, the death of the lady in Saudi Days yes. that was suing the Sheriff's Department. As soon as we said it, <laughs> yeah. as soon as we said it, all of a sudden it's like they were tuned into us. And um, before the, the episode even aired yesterday that we mentioned it on, uh, they released, the Sheriff's Department released the findings that they believe it was an accidental drug overdose. Whatever. It, well, I'm just I'm saying. I'm still going to go, f- that's a bit fishy. It, it's it's certainly fishy. I mean, it's certainly, the, the you know, it's it could it could be the absolute truth. Sure. And she was, I guess. 50-50. Had some troubles to begin with. Uh, but, but she clearly had some troubles. Overdose on what? Did they say? No, meth. no. Uh, did they say that? Did meth. they say that? It was meth and fentanyl. I've got the yeah, story. Yeah, meth so and f- fentanyl. F- all right, That's we'll, right. We'll, we'll let Russell take the story and run. I just, I'm, I'm not putting that into a mea culpa category. That was just the timing. Yeah, uh, that's it, not your d- fault. it did take a long time for that information to come out. They should have known that pretty much, you know, muy rápido. 
Uh, let's see what else we got. Oh, this is a couple of, of lighthearted things, but one serious thing. We'll get a little bit further into it in just a minute. Um, another contested election result, the school board district six, Cindy Fain. Oh, really? Uh, I missed who that. Who got beat by like 40 votes or something like that, maybe yeah. 80. I mean, that is worth she has, complaining about. She has, she has also filed a complaint saying that Democrats crossing over cost oh. her the election. Oh, we'll no. touch on that a little bit further, but it's it's happening everywhere now. 40 we, Democrats ruined my, yeah. <laughs> my chances. Um, the last pay phone removed from time. Times Square. Oh, I, you I took c- my story. I couldn't. Again. Ha- I couldn't help. I couldn't help. Ugh. But just. I mean, you y'all joked the other day when I talked about you know Your my major? my ex you know working for Bell South Mobility and you know when pagers were the rage yes. and she made a very good living selling you know high tech pagers to people where they then of course would get the page and would have to dash to Go the payphone pay <laughs> you know right. and you always had to have a bunch of quarters in your vehicle uh, so you could call and and you know contact the person that was trying so hard to get in touch with you i we had a friend that's back when faxes were new too yes. i had way back in the am days there was one of our sales guys who's gone on to work for camping world as one of their pr dudes actually funnily enough uh, really funny guy uh, and he told me about one of his prior sales jobs in the 80s and they gave all the sales associates like two rolls of quarters the company would just give them rolls yeah. of quarters because they knew they would get paid yeah, that was cost of, that, was, that was cost of doing business yeah. you know you had to have quarters uh, it's crazy <laughs> I know I mean that if anybody doubts how old I am I remember when we would actually write a commercial on a typewriter for somebody <laughs> like Hamilton Place Mall, who was all the way across town, I would take the copy, drive across town, <laughs> hand it to the person in charge, who was Cindy Todd, then who became Cindy Brandon, then who became Cindy Todd, and ran the aquarium forever. She would look at it and go, make this change, this change, this change, and I would run back, <laughs> then we would cut the commercial, and I'd take it on a cassette, and I'd run back over there yep. and take, dude, is this, is this okay? There was before a- faxes, before any any sort of electronic you know data it's changed so there was a device uh, and i don't want to take up too much time but this is really funny there was a device that would let you check your email on the go how you did it was it had a coupler modem which is where you go to a payphone you punch in the number of your isp pick up the handset and put it on the modem yeah and then just like in the movie war games yeah 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 dials out i remember those on everybody's desk i remember the handset you know (laughs) holder for stuff like that on desks but it was a battery powered device and it had this like shoulder strap so you could (laughs) you type standing at the payphone Uh, a couple of things very quickly I will answer the question that somebody asked off the air. I mentioned on what are you doing? I'm looking forward to the beginning of Stranger Things at the end of this week. And it is the fourth season. And Did you see the episode lengths? Yes. Holy and, cow. And yes, there is going to be a fifth season. Are I'll answer long? that right now. Yeah. Uh, there's going to be like six or seven episodes in this run. And then there's two more episodes that come out in July because they know everybody's going to burn through them. Aren't these they, kids getting pretty old by yeah, the time? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yes. That was an Ozark yes, issue. Yes. The, the kids are a little tiny and then oh, now yeah. they're like 20. Ben, by the time he... You're you know, selling drugs, aren't you, by Dad? By the time the show ends, and I won't say how, Ben is now, I mean, a very awkward looking, you know, 15 year old yeah. or, or older. And, Played uh, by a 19-year-old. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I, I'm, so there is going to be an, another They're all season. They're like my age now. <laughs> and I, I can only hope that this one really just does a roaring comeback. E.T. is 40 wow. this week. Mm. This week. I, 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 I will just tell the, the brief story, and then we'll move on. I, I thought this was pretty you know incredible. A, in the movie, they wanted to use M&M's, 
And yeah. Mars said no. Worst they decision ever. They didn't like the way that E.T. looked. They thought he looked spooky. They wouldn't give them the final copy of the script, and they said no. So they went across the street and talked to the folks at Hershey's, and they were going to use Hershey Kisses, and they said, what about this new thing we've got called Reese's Pieces? Mm-hmm. And so they agreed to spend a million dollars on a cross-promotional campaign and saw a 65% increase in sales two weeks after the movie premiered. Yeah. Yeah, and the, just uh, the Reese's Pieces now part of the landscape. The people at Mars, though, they, they didn't have the name of the movie finalized, and they thought it was a movie about Ruth Bader Ginsburg. <laughs> so, I know this will shock nobody. I hate that movie. And no. I, and I saw Why am I not surprised? And I no, saw it as a kid. I hated it as a kid. It, not uh, This isn't an adult, it, like, oh, okay. you know, for, backwards thinking, you know, no. looking back in the, the past. I, I hated it at the time yeah. I saw it. It's well, a, I loved the opposite it. Of, I thought it was a great movie. My mother took me out of school for that. Day yeah, I'm not romanticizing the past. nostalgic. No, me and my <laughs> my college girlfriend were at a playground, an elementary school playground. It was it's summer had started, Why so school was there? out because we went to to go swing, and we oh. had a, we had very serious things we were going to talk about. We we agreed that we were going to grow. <laughs> up, I mean, uh, break up. Oh, oh we actually sure. agreed oh. that we were going to break up and see other people, and we'd sort of run our our, our time out and. We were, we were both bummed and sad about it. We were going to be grown folks, and we were going to be mature about it and responsible. This sucks. And then we decided to go see this new movie, E.T., as a couple of friends. And we both came out with tears in our eyes and hugging each other. We <laughs> stayed together for another six toxic months. Oh, you no. know, <laughs> we ruined each other's lives. But it, E.T. saved our relationship for another, you know, uh, several rounds of knockdown, dragout fights and <laughs> drunken behavior. Yay! Yeah, yeah, and it and it brings to mind, of course, that universal question: If Barney and Cookie Monster got in a fight, who would win? Uh, um, probably Cookie Monster, because he's think got Cookie Monster. I mean, think about how he demolishes those cookies. That's true. He's got he's got the vicious mouth. Barney's yeah. got the he's got Barney's the reach. Though. Bigger. Yeah. Barney has actual teeth, though. Yeah, weight. <laughs> You know, you've never <laughs> seen him get mad. We don't. We don't know. You know the worth of never girth. seen Barney. The worth off. of girth. When has this been an international question? Oh, it's been burning on the minds of young people everywhere. Okay. I've always wondered. I always thought about uh, Kermit and Elmo. Yeah, yeah. I mean, which one would really be able to take each other out? I want to see a de- uh, like Kermit a, would win that one. Before hands we down. actually go to Russell, I'm going to read this. This is from Fred the Brit, uh, who came to town um, when Shannon Fuller was having her. Um, fundraiser her event yeah. her birthday over at Zarzars and the next door you know a microbrewery and, and it was such a good time and it came all the way from uh, England and uh, they had been pen pals we told that story he came in and spent some time with us and just loved his trip and I got a postcard here at the CFC headquarters down here on Carter Street and it's just a nice little postcard it's got like a wallpaper pattern here I'm not sure why I picked that yeah. said, uh, dear Jeff the world was odd enough, but normalizing last time I saw you. Now look, of course, we at World War. Oh, yeah, that part. So happy to see the Shannonic mural go up at Zarzars. Of course, you guys know that Shannon, we lost yes. her shortly after that. None of the shrine has come off of my trip. The shine has come off of my trip. I know it is one of the most important things I've ever done in my life. Uh-huh. Hope you guys are well, that the dogs are happy, and that you have at least thrown yourself off a cliff one or two <laughs> times recently. Can't wait to come back. Love and respect Fred the Brit Hope. So nice. And just wanted to share that with you guys because well, that was nice. a really good interview. And his outside perspective on Chattanooga, Tennessee, the South, and America was really fascinating. All right, Russell Love Muscle has some headlines for you. All right, well, good morning, everybody. On Monday, the city of East Ridge released documents denying claims made by Ronald Cummins in a lawsuit 
lawsuit. In his suit, he claims that he was verbally abused and assaulted and then falsely arrested by officers Teddy Dyer and Candace Miller. The city says that the officers acted appropriately, however, and it was actually Cummins who was being aggressive. Cummins, who's seven, uh, 70, reported that he had to be hospitalized after the arrest because of chest pains. The city says that the body cam footage will exonerate their officers. However, Mr. Cummins says the footage will say he's the person who was in the right, so we'll have to see for ourselves, I suppose. A Chattanooga man, Cedric Williams, was charged with aggressive kidnapping after an incident from late last week. The police say that a mother was pushing her one-year-old in a, a stroller down the sidewalk when Williams aggressively approached them and said he wanted the child. When the mother got in between Williams and her child to protect it, uh, her rather, she got attacked. She uh, reportedly grabbed her and dragged her to a nearby house saying he was going to kill her. He kicked in the door of the home and was beaten away by the homeowners who used improvised weapons from inside. The police then arrived and arrested Williams. The woman was shaken up but is otherwise okay, certainly something she'll never forget. The autopsy results for Shandell Marie Riley have come in. The medical examiner says that she died from a fentanyl and methamphetamine overdose combined with complications from COVID. Miss Riley was the woman who was at the center of a lawsuit claiming she had been baptized in lieu of arrest by sheriff's office deputies in Saudi Daisy. Footage of the incident was deleted when the sheriff's office called an IT issue occurred, causing the deletion of footage in the sheriff's office servers of both body cam and dash cams. And now to the other place where Dave Hooker is, it's Dave Hooker. The circumstances have definitely changed. Dave Hooker off the hook sports. It seemed like when Tennessee would make some sort of a run in the College World Series, it was a bit of a surprise. It was a bit of them coming out of nowhere, at least for the most part. And then it was a bit of them shaking things up in Omaha and they were able to get through the regionals, super regionals and make some things happen at the College World Series. Well, they're not going to fly under the radar this year. They are arguably the best team in college baseball. As We're talking about one of the best pitching staffs and definitely one of the best long ball hitting lineups in the game. There's no question about that. So now we see Tennessee go into the College World Series with a very unique approach, and that is a favorite. We've never seen that before. We've seen Tennessee get into the College World Series. Things are great. Let's see how things shake out. But ultimately, getting there was most of the battle. That's not the case this year. Tennessee expected to be there and expected to make some noise. So things get really interesting for the balls very soon. Dave Fucker, Off the Sports. Upfront wrap-up where we try to get as much news into your frontal lobe as possible in a very limited amount of time, about 25-30 minutes or so, and compare that to the four hours of a normal morning radio show or three hours of a normal local news TV show. Brought to you by Cadis, Council for Alcohol and Drug Abuse Services. 57 years breaking the bonds of addiction, education, effective treatment. Regardless of ability to pay, see the website for details. They take 10 care, third-party commercial insurance, state grant beds for those who qualify. Thank you, Cadis, for sponsoring this podcast, Chattanooga Drive-In Show. And uh, very quickly, the president, Biden, says uh, we are forming a pact with 12 Indo-Pacific nations, not a hyphenate, that you're used to hearing very often because we don't do a whole lot of business with Indo-Pacific nations, but we're going to now, uh, strengthening economies and warns of continued inflation. He said uh, the 12 nations are not really terribly important right now. This is all when his visit to Japan. He was in South Korea the day before that. said it's going to be a, a long haul 
to fix inflation, but he does not believe that an economic recession is inevitable in the United States. And I actually looked up bear market, so I would actually know, and I think it was eight months in a row. The, all the indicators really? have to be down for eight months in a row for it to become officially a bear market. And there's a certain number that it has to dip below, but we're, yeah. we were there. We were there last week and at the beginning of this week and just kind of just edged back up just a little bit. To me, a bear, like anything bear or bull, is always just bear when it's down and bull when it's up. Yeah, no and I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know how those those originated, but of course the, the big bull out there in front of, you know, the stock it's market. It's probably in the like the fur trade or something yeah. stupid like that. I'm sure it goes way, 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 yeah. way back. Uh, but it's the Indo-Pacific Economic Framework, and it's designed to signal U.S. dedication to the contested economic sphere and to address the need for stability and commerce, amongst other things. Uh, I'll be bipping and bopping back between national, international, and local stuff this morning. Uh, I did mention briefly yesterday, but didn't really get into it to any real degree. Um, Lee University going to be barring students in the future from identifying or behaving as a different gender than their birth gender. Good luck. Given, <laughs> okay. given, I mean, they're, they're religious. Yeah, private yeah, school? yeah, yeah. Given, yes, given their are. religious they status, they yeah. there's nothing in the world to keep them from doing that. Right. But they recently tried to do a little bit of outreach after a couple of very high profile alumni came back and said going here was hell as a LGBTQ student, and they tried to to soften it up a little bit, but that didn't go anywhere. No, uh, that clearly didn't make the other alumni happy. And so they've uh, declared that this is going to be the situation. Go ahead and get used to it. And yeah, well, I mean, again, it's it's, you, it's their prerogative. If you don't like it, don't go to Lee. <laughs> Lee has a very good music program. One of the best, yeah. And um, I mean, if you look at it from the voice, I guess who was the guy that graduated from Lee who won mm-hmm. that. I know who you mean. I don't yeah. remember his name. Really good. I can't think of his name either, but yeah. really. Was that daughter, Daughtery? Did Daughtery come from here? Or am I, am I thinking? Daughtery? Daughtery, yeah. No. No, no not him. Scott uh, Stapp, was he, uh, is he they, from around here? They they actually had, yeah, Scott Stapp is who you're thinking about. The no, guy, it's not. No, I, 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 and that's not what I thought. He, no, he, you're he, thinking he, someone else too. He, yes. That was, what was the, the name the of the band? Creed, the crappy Creed. Creed band. Yeah, yeah, Creed who had the two big hits and then went away. Of course, he turned out to be a big fat hypocrite. Um, I think he, he went to either Lee or Jordan or, Smith. Co- or Covenant. Who? Jordan Smith is who you're thinking of. Oh, Jordan Covenant. Smith. I, well, uh, Jordan they, Smith is who I'm thinking of. He won The Voice. He's an incredible talent. Well, since Hunter Girl was in the news here, they actually had a whole list of people from this area who had gone through reality shows. Sure. And they even counted Ruben Stuttered in there because he was well, from absolutely. Birmingham. So, I mean, okay. they, they, they threw the lasso pretty far That's and wide far toss, uh, yeah. to say that it was there from was the region. Another, there was another Lee student who competed in one of the singing shows mm-hmm. who won so um, and, and and they were both gay and that's that's too bad woman fired back in november from blue cross blue shield is suing because she didn't get a vaccination and they let her go they said here's what we're going to do get a vaccination we're going to let you go and she said no and they said well you're gone and this was in november she'd been there mm-hmm. since 2005 her name is i'm gonna say tanja because it's with that, a J, yeah. Benton. It's and, Tanya. It'd be Tanya. Well, it might be pronounced Tanya. I don't know her. So with a J, I don't know. Uh, how important is it right this second? Uh, it's just a person who worked there since 2005. She was in biostatistical research, and she said she had deeply religious, deeply held religious beliefs that hmm. kept her from getting a vaccination. Mm-hmm. Now, I, I never was quite sure what those beliefs were. She could be, uh, um, if unless they she buys into the fact that it could be used from aborted fetuses or something. No, like there's that. one uh, sect. Uh, um, Christian scientists, I think, don't uh, 
don't do vaccines. Well, I think the Worldwide Church Amish of God's not don't. a great big believer in, you know, science over faith, you know. Yeah, no, I'm I'm trying to think of denominations where they just straight up don't allow any medical intervention at all. Like there are church some Church of Scientology. Well, that's not really a church, but yeah. Whatever. It what? it, it exists. Yeah. yeah. It it has church status right now. Uh David McCormick of course down in uh, up in Pennsylvania, I should say, up in Pennsylvania. He has also filed suit over the balloting process over there. We mm. mentioned this yesterday. Two one-hundredths of a percent Ooh, away from Dr. Oz. They're going to do a recount, yeah. but he has already filed a lawsuit, which is now what you do yeah. if you're in the GOP, I guess. I mean, I'm not going to say, and Democrats have done it too. Stacey Abrams is where well, she is <laughs> because she contested it. Al Gore, yes, called and conceded and then said, no, wait a second, yeah. let's get this redone. And we went through that whole ridiculous thing in the state of Florida with hanging chads and all the rest of it. Remember, the Supreme Court just stepped in and made that stop. Yeah. There was there never was a definitive answer. And uh, at any rate, though, he's filed a lawsuit and said that you've got to count, this is what he said, the mail-in ballots, the absentee ballots that didn't have a date on them were tossed by state law. And he okay. said, you can't do that, you've got to count them. So he's contesting the state law that allowed the state election workers to do what they did. How do you challenge the state now, law? This is the same people law. that said, well, you know, you guys counted these ballots, and that's unfair because they didn't come in in time, or right, they were right. they were post-dated, you know, before the yeah. election date, and all that crap that well, they're doing in all these like various states, else. which has gone nowhere. It's just like anything else. The it happens on both sides. They don't care about the actual rules. They care about making the rules work for them. Most people don't actually care about what the rules actually mean. They just care about using the rules to their advantage. Now, David Perdue down in Georgia. Oh, has, he put his foot in his mouth. He, he? really did. Um, he went after Stacey Abrams as though he's going to be the GOP contender. <laughs> he did. Um, <laughs> not. He went after Stacey Abrams and and pointed out the fact that she had recently told black farmers in the state of Georgia and black production workers in some large manufacturing bases on a campaign stop that Georgia was not the best place to live or work. And that was a shame because it could be and should be. And he teed off on that in a big way and said, it is racist of her to tell you that. It is not doing your race any good to hear these kinds of messages. And she should go back where she came from. Oh, that's charming. That the last part probably that's what really pushes it over. Yeah. yeah, you know, back to Africa with you. Uh, so th here's the quote that she she said: "When you're number forty eight for mental health, when you're number one for maternal mortality mm -hmm. in this country, when you have an incarceration rate that's on the rise and wages that are on the decline, then you are not the number one place to live in the United States." Right. Arguments. It's just like it's just like uh, in that movie or that uh, TV show Newsroom, right? Where he goes on the whole big. Well, we're, we're going sure to about be to coming, We're about to come up on that in just a second. Georgia is such an much. interesting state. North Georgia to South Georgia. South Georgia is almost Florida. Yeah. Then you got a little coast, and you got Atlanta. I, you take Atlanta yeah. out, you got a whole different state. It I is would like to think that he meant, and I'm playing devil's advocate hard here, but I'd like to think he meant she should go back to Wisconsin. Which is yeah, where yeah, she's yeah. from, but I mean, it just sounded it sounds it really sounded bad. like Lester Maddox. I have a hard time <laughs> you know, believing or George that, Wallace. Yeah, I have Back a hard time. Africa. I have a difficult time believing that someone who's politically savvy in the year 2022 would mean you should go back to Africa. But yeah, I don't who think. Knows? Yeah, yeah. I, I, these guys can't get out of their own way. No, no. Uh, they just it's it's just mind blowing. Open, well, open if there was ever insert foot, if there.
there was ever a, a African American GOP vote for Purdue, it's gone away. Run down some real quick things here. Uh, the the Tennessee National Guard, like all National Guards and state guards across the country, hurting for people, just like everybody's hurting for people these I don't days. Actually, know. warm bodies. Well, they have uh, changed the rules to allow anybody who was a retired warrant officer in any of the branches of the armed forces okay. to automatically be a member of the Tennessee National Guard. Warrant they, officers they, are they, a rare breed already. They, they need people uh, to, to take some positions there. Yeah. TDOT uh, shutting down all road construction for the holiday weekend yep. starting Friday morning through Tuesday morning, Woo-hoo. something worthy of note. Enjoy mm-hmm. the potholes. I uh, just mentioned the Lee University story. That comes up again. <laughs> uh, Meigs County, a big traffic stop down there, a couple with five ounces of meth. When you Whoa. start, when you when you're watching Breaking Bad, that doesn't seem like much. <laughs> it but doesn't. In, in the real world, <laughs> that's quite a bit. And uh, I I do I don't I I know a lot of people who got strung out bad on meth. It is a terrible drug. Your recovery rate from serious meth addiction is about sixteen percent. Really, and it's that low. Yeah, it's that low. I don't know anybody who's actually completely overdosed to the point of death. Nobody in my life has ever done that from meth, but I could see it happening. Having, yeah, having done it, when you do a line of meth, and I certainly, I'm sure it's even worse when you smoke it, just snorting it, I mean, your heart just just hammers. It just goes to the roof. That's what you're looking for, right? Mm-hmm. So there's some more power to you if that's what you want. You'll end up waking up dead one day. I would die of anxiety in five minutes. Uh, building collapse in Iran, six dead, 20 injured, 80 trapped. Yeah. You just can't help but feel the, you know, the human compassion when you see people trapped in rubble like that. Well, sure. I mean, Iran is a country with human beings in it, right? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> yeah. Just, I mean, they got up and went to work just like we do, and yeah. they're trying to, you know, put, you know, food in their 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 families' mouths just like we do. Uh, the state of Georgia, uh, the latest to join the group of states who are getting rid of those X-like guardrails after that young girl, that 16-year-old girl, got impaled mm-hmm. last year. And the the company that makes the guardrail says there's nothing to show that these are unsafe. Well, 26 states says there is, except for all the times yeah. where it curls up inside the car and exactly. kills someone. I mean, it, oh, I, I remember y'all remember that shot. I'm sure I do. Very that well. rail just came through like a spear through the car. It collapsed right there at the base, and the rail itself lifted up, and went right through the windshield. Can you imagine Apparently the apparently that's what happens. They call out the engineer from Ugh. the company, and he walks in and goes, "Oh, that's peculiar. It's not supposed to do that." Yeah. Like that means a lot now. Chattanooga Gas, nice little neat story here, preparing meals for kids in our area as part of the summer programs for the YMCA. Got a huge hmm. staff out there making sandwiches for uh, kids as they get let out of school. You know, what? a lot of families under the poverty line, when school stops, those free the breakfast and lunch stops. Yeah. yeah. And it's it's yeah. a, it's a deal. It's it's a thing. Remember the food program that they had uh, right at the start of COVID, right? When they were uh, doing virtual for the very first time yep. and they had all the parents like drive drive in to get meals. Uh Vice President Pence down in the state of Georgia, just to the south of us of course for the big election down there stumping mm-hmm. for Kemp. Uh kind of a preview of the possible 2024 primary. Uh, uh, with you know Pence versus Trump mm. being the two names on the ticket right now, I don't see Biden running again. I still don't think Trump will run again. I think he likes his his potential job as kingmaker better than actually going back in and reclaiming, unless he is yeah. just vengeance motivated. Those episodes of that television show are going to be good. <laughs> it's going to yeah. be good. You you guys are going to get angry at a bunch of stuff. I'm excited for it. Uh, Congressman, <laughs> uh, excuse me. I'm uh, not. The no, Republic, you're not. But... <laughs> Republican Governors Association put $5 million behind Kemp. So the Republican Governors Association completely stiff-arming Trump and yeah. the 2020. And well, they, they said in their statement, 
it's time to put 2020 behind us. I've said That's this before, history. and I'll say it again. The the actual efficacy of Trump is is heavily inflated by media. Think about the Trump endorsement and how effective it actually is, okay? Madison Cawthorn, thoroughly Trumped <laughs> in the election. North Carolina, he's out, he's gone. Uh, Dr. Oz, <laughs> I can't believe what I'm saying joke. this. Dr. Oz, narrowly maybe not winning. Uh, David Perdue, Probably not going to win. We'll find out today, actually. You know, all of this Trump endorsement nonsense, they keep talking about it like it's this king-making... You're absolutely media. right. It's a, it's a product stupid. of television well, shows. Yeah, it's um, something for MSNBC well, to talk then, about. Speaking of vengeance, <coughs> I mean, the media have been declared the enemy of the people by President Trump, and so they lash back out. I kind of agree, though, honestly, yeah. in some ways. Well, check it out. You mentioned Cawthorn. Madison Cawthorn, of course, out from the congressman's position in office there, but the House Ethics Committee... The House... Now, House Ethics Committee... <laughs> investigating <laughs> allegation that Republican uh, Madison Cawthorn had a conflict of interest in a cryptocurrency he promoted yeah. and engaged in and an improper relationship with a member of his staff. Who may or may not have been his cousin. Check it out. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and, and this guy's a freak from day one. Yeah. Allegations of, a, I'm reading this directly from the AP, of a potential conflict of interest stem from an April article in the Washington Examiner that reported Cawthorn may have violated federal insider trading laws when he promoted the meme coin LGB, named oh, for the chant, that. Let's Go Brandon. It had a value of like uh, half yeah. a cent, I think, and it didn't really quite yeah. be on that. Cawthorn promoted the LGB coin in a December 29 Instagram post where he was pictured with a hedge fund manager of the cryptocurrency. The next day, NASCAR driver Brandon Brown announced a deal with the coin, let's go Brandon, raising questions about whether Cawthorn had advanced non-public knowledge of the announcement. Whoop. So there you go. Well, I mean, if we're going to call out people for not for insider trading within Congress. Nancy Pelosi, Hillary yeah, there's, Clinton. There's a couple of names here that should probably get added to the bunch. Everybody in the Senate. Yeah. Uh, continuing very quickly here. Let's see. The flea market fire up on uh, uh, 64. Yeah. Uh, overloaded extension cord plug. How many of us are guilty of that? In their homes, I think Man. all of us probably. Walker County gets five hundred thousand dollars from the EPA for a brownfield assessment. The first stop, Peerless Woolen Mill down there that has been sold, going to basically make sure that the soil is okay, if not remediated, so this mm -hmm. guy can basically just bought the mill, They've got start his new business. Peerless, now I drive by Peerless every day. Oh yeah, every day. Uh, and I, I actually really like it. I think it's a, it's not like beautiful to look at, but I Rossville like it. Rossville is launching a renaissance. They're trying how to. How far it can go and how wide, I don't know. They're trying to, and I, I'm behind it 100%. I think any, sure. any place I live should be better than it was uh, when I got there. <laughs> but... Uh, there's a problem with asbestos at Peerless, and I really hope that they're able to get around that because that's what stopped development before at the Peerless Woolen Mill. So that having been said, I hope that they get it fixed, and I'm, I'm rooting for them. Let's sleeping asbestos lie. Yeah, please. Um, I don't want to die. CDC investigating six deaths, 600 infections among children across this country associated with liver ailments. So we've got yeah. monkeypox. We've got mysterious liver ailments that are beginning to pick up speed. Nobody understands the why. The liver thing is what killed those kids in Mississippi, right? Yep. Uh, active shooter cases also from CDC up 50% in 2021. No surprise. Yeah. Texas now saying that they will forbid companies, corporations, entities of all kinds from allowing and or assisting employees seeking an abortion, hmm. even through their health care benefits. If their health care says an abortion is paid for, they will not be allowed to operate in the state of Texas 
if the GOP gets their way there. Interesting. So, I, well, again, what happened to the party what if it's a medical necessity? that was all about business doing business and getting off the backs of businesses? As far as I understand, the medical necessity, like you're talking about ectopic pregnancies, right? Yeah. Ectopic, sure. Sure. Yeah. Health of the mother. So that would be, that doesn't legally count as an abortion as far as I understand. Well, it varies from state to state. They've declared Arkansas and Texas okay. seem to say we want no abortions for any exception. We're going to outlaw them An completely. An ectopic pregnancy could kill the mother. Right. Yeah. Well, it's not viable anyway. It's not viable. Right. Uh, Time's list of the 100 most influential people of 2022. Does, does Time even put out a magazine anymore? I don't know. I, I don't think seen I've one. seen one in a while. Yeah. Uh, Zelensky, Putin, of course, among right. them. Remember, it's always the person that has influenced the year the most. Right. It's not the most ethical it's not person. The most, <laughs> it's not the best person. So we've seen, you know, Stalin got man of the year. Yeah, I Hitler think. was in like 33 or yeah, whatever. Yeah. So, right. and you got Pete Davidson, Mary J. Blige, uh, Simu Liu, the Shang-Chi uh, actress, um, Zoe Kravitz, excuse me, actor, um, Sarah Zoe Jessica Kravitz. Parker, Andrew Garfield, Zendaya, all the hot properties sure. out of Hollywood. Sarah Jessica Parker, list. though, what did I she say do? Sarah Jessica Parker, because what the hell is she doing? That stupid show made a comeback. Oh, that did, it did and make a comeback, oh, didn't that's it? Right, stupid, yeah. stupid comeback. It was terrible. It, it ended already. It ended perfectly. I'll, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll wrap this up. The editorial in the Times section, the opinion section, about the election denialism, and it mentioned Cindy Fain, Chattanooga, District 6, uh, school board, mm. one of three Republican contenders, sought to represent Lupton City, North Shore, Red Bank, North Chattanooga, Riverview, Stuart Heights, lost to a guy that had moved from Florida and ran, I want to say his name was John Baker, uh, moved to Red Bank, and the New York Times actually had written a piece about this new national wave of challenges going on and the columnist Jamel Bowie wrote, to win a Republican primary in 2022, you have to support a coup attempt. And election denialism has been growing since the 1990s. And uh, Fain tells the Times Free Press, what happened to me is happening elsewhere. And by filing my contest, I'm asking the Republican Party to rectify illegitimate crossover voting by bona fide Democrats not only in my election, but in future Republican primaries, unquote. And then the editorial writer says, did we mention that Tennessee has open primaries, question mark? Did we mention that any of us can vote for whomever we want to, question mark? Did we mention that secret ballot provisions would make their claims or similar ones from Democrats if the shoe fits impossible to verify, question mark? We regret that we endorsed Fain's candidacy. I said so. it before, and I'll say it again. The key word here is distribution. You don't know, because in this country we have secret ballots, you don't know where the votes went. You would have to somehow prove, somehow, and you're never going to, because it's not legal to, you'd have to somehow prove that all the crossover voting all went to Weston Womp in 1,698. Right. 1,698. That's exact the key number. number. That's the key number. You'd have to they somehow prove. They made it up. Wow. They'd have wow. to somehow they prove make it. it up. It doesn't. There's no way to ever prove this, and anyone who has any brains involved in this knows it. This is just. Theater. And even if you could prove it, what's the point you're trying to make? I don't know. Yeah. Oh, open, open primaries. I open want primaries. a Republican to lose so that a Republican can win. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, By it, the way, you won, bruh. Yeah. You're arguing <laughs> well, against and, your own argument, what and, you guys have done for years. Her position as chairwoman, chairwoman of the uh, uh, 
county commission is a more powerful position than county mayor. She should be happy where she is I'll, because she's making the decisions. It's I'll, not prestigious enough for her. Whatever. I'll repeat my retraction from yesterday. I regret using the B word. Uh, I... I use the B word now See, to describe. See, pointed it out. I don't think anyone any, even noticed any, it. Any pissy little whiny person gets that term these days. If you haven't picked up on that, it really is kind of a gender neutral term these days. Sure. I should have just said pissant. I should have just said the, the <laughs> gender neutral pissant. I believe you did say that. Yeah. Yeah. Later. So I just corrected you said myself. Said that as well. well. Did you talk about the, the the Tennessee people who went to the Bahamas and died? No. It's carbon monoxide. No, I they did died not know from that. carbon monoxide poisoning. That's that like is a, not uncommon. In, yeah. in a lot of closed-in spaces. You're sitting above a parking garage, and you're sitting there in your hotel room mm-hmm. with no windows or with the window closed. You're 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 cooking. Yeah. Um, and the final upfront wrap-up story, Jif, peanut butter, a bunch of it recalled because of salmonella, salmonella outbreak. <laughs> they just can't win. With a name like Smucker's, it's got to be good. Could have salmonella <laughs> in it. Uh, just, just do a search to see if you're creamy or crunchy or natural peanut butter, whatever it might be. <laughs> Uh, so far, 14 people in 12 states have reported illnesses. If you see, or a loved one. All right, there you have it. Thank you. Very much. Everybody's got one. You pulled the uh, you pulled the Kathy Gring- Gingrich there yesterday. She's a bitchy. Uh, I know. Just between know. us, girls. Yeah. <laughs> she said rhymes with witch. Yeah, oh, that's right. Takani Chung. It just be- just between us. What do you really think? Yeah. Just between this, us, girls, with the cameras not running Russell, at all. Russell's referring to Connie Chung's famous interview with the mother of Newt Gingrich. It was entertaining, but everybody got really mad because she clearly led her into being elderly and not yeah. really completely there um, saying what she really thought about Hillary Clinton was she's a rhymes with witch and then they thought they had a scoop and it turned out blowing up in her face and she kind of Whoops. her career got derailed well, in some circles career. calling her a witch would be worse than calling yeah, her yeah, yeah, I was going to say I liked Connie Chung uh, <laughs> everybody's got one and we are actually going to revisit the, the, the movie that was just referenced because of Stacey Abrams comments about Georgia not being see, you, you, you run on people's dissatisfaction, right? Well, yeah, of course. And, and so you run on you, good you've, things. you've got to rile up and point out the places where people are dissatisfied, where you're not hitting the mark to say, we can do better. You don't run and you go, things are great With, This already. is the greatest country, American exceptionalism. We're number one. Vote for me and I'll make it better. How much better can you be if you're yeah. number one? And, 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 and Russell correctly pointed out, Jen has seen it. I picked this up the day I saw this, the night I saw this broadcast. It was a brand new show. This mm-hmm. is the pilot episode called Newsroom with Jeff Daniels. Oh, I called it. Okay. And the the anchor in this newsroom who is very jaded and tired, he's he's been on the front lines for so long, he's been mailing it in for some time, and he's on a panel. I'm just building this up for you. There's a piece coming up that that includes harsh language. Yes. Be so aware of that. in the car there's with real, kids. There's real language in this right. that we do not normally use here, so just be aware of that. We're, you know, we're not a broadcast outlet, so FCC doesn't come into it. Um, but he's asked by a, a, a chesty cheerleader type at some sort of school function rally, and there's a couple of uh, political candidates up there, and he's one of the people on this panel. And the girl goes, can you say in one sentence or less why America is the greatest country in the and, world? And he's trying not to respond. Yeah, he's and trying they, his And best. they beat it out of him. Right. And, and the, the moderator just says, I'm not letting you go until you answer this question. And he just goes off, and it's hard to find anything wrong with what he said now some of the numbers may have shifted from when this first aired yeah, this is like 20 about, years ago you know just, just however many years ago it was country in the world professor that's my answer it's not not yeah sorry i laid so, on that you're saying yes 
Let's talk about... Fine. The Sharon, the NEA is a loser. Yeah, it accounts for a penny out of her paycheck, but he gets to hit you with it anytime he wants. It doesn't cost money. It costs votes. It costs airtime and column inches. You know why people don't like liberals? Because they lose. If liberals are so fucking smart, how come they lose so goddamn always? Hey. And with a straight face, you're going to tell students that America is so star-spangled awesome that we're the only ones in the world who have freedom? Canada has freedom. Japan has freedom. The UK, France, Italy, Germany, Spain, Australia, Belgium has freedom. So 207 sovereign states in the world, like 180 of them have freedom. All right. And yeah, you, uh, sorority girl, just in case you accidentally wander into a voting booth one day, there's some things you should know. And one of them is... There is absolutely no evidence to support the statement that we're the greatest country in the world. We're 7th in literacy, 27th in math, 22nd in science, 49th in life expectancy, 178th in infant mortality, 3rd in median household income, number 4 in labor force, and number 4 in exports. We lead the world in only three categories. Number of incarcerated citizens per capita, number of adults who believe angels are real, and defense spending, where we spend more than the next 26 countries combined, 25 of whom are allies. Now, none of this is the fault of a 20-year-old college student, but you nonetheless are, without a doubt, a member of the worst period, generation period ever, period. So when you ask what makes us the greatest country in the world, I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Yosemite? Now pause for shocked looks on people's faces and everybody pulling up their cameras to record it. Pregnant pause for effect. And then it continues. Sure used to be. We stood up for what was right. We fought for moral reasons. We passed laws, struck down laws for moral reasons. We waged wars on poverty, not poor people. We sacrificed, we cared about our neighbors, we put our money where our mouths were, and we never beat our chest. We built great big things, made ungodly technological advances, explored the universe, cured diseases, and we cultivated the world's greatest artists and the world's greatest economy. We reached for the stars, acted like men. We aspired to intelligence, we didn't belittle it, it didn't make us feel inferior. We didn't identify ourselves by who we voted for in the last election, and we didn't... We didn't scare so easy. <laughs> we were able to be all these things and do all these things because we were informed. By great men, men who were revered. First step in solving any problem is recognizing there is one. America is not the greatest country in the world anymore. And that is, again, from the show Newsroom, the pilot episode. And, again, I, I think it's hard to argue with the points being made, yeah. whether you like them or not. I want to say a big uh, shout-out to uh, Heather, who's a listener, who made me watch that, like, a couple of months ago. I hadn't seen it before, and she's like, why haven't you seen this? You yeah. must watch it. Yeah. In hindsight, that show is not that great, but in, in the time, it was really cool because it was different because it was doing yeah. real news stories right. in a fictional setting, it's and, kind of and like, that's, uh, that would never been done before. You look yeah. at it now on the hindsight, eh, it's, it's, it's just a heavy seem, liberal show. Seem, yeah, it seems yeah. dated at the, at the time. Well, that was, I mean, it's also he, pre-Trump. Yeah, you could, yeah. You, you, you could hear him literally taking shots at everybody. 
liberals, conservatives, you know, both parties. He was a good journalist as well. Yeah. And the the show uh, West Wing, which was also written by Sorkin. Thank you. I was going to say the West Wing also did that. The West Wing also did that, but it, for me, as but a, it was completely fictional. They actually used real news stories in news. Yeah. yeah, and it was really good. And as a millennial going back and watching West Wing, I'm like, people respected the president. Why? Yeah. <laughs> I rem- I mean, I remember very well having it. It wasn't you at the time, Brian. I don't guess, but one of the producers there at the old station. I said. Take out the dirty words. We're going to play this. And oh no, we played it, maybe, that yeah. twenty times in my yeah, life. On and it, something. it was, it was, it was. It fired people up inside the building. You know, yeah. who said, you know, they were already, you know, on the American exceptionalism bandwagon. Which, yeah, we're certainly exceptional. We have the the capacity to be. We have all the right framework for it, but we don't follow through very often. Uh, that's the problem today. Is we're so busy punching ourselves in the face, we can't yep. ever get anything done. And that particular segment, the editorial segment, everybody's got one brought to you by People's Home Equity. Get pre-approved on your home loan. It'll save you time, money, stress, and worry. Bruce Dodd and Trevor Glass, five nine one nine eight zero one, chatmortgage dot com. And the duh segment brought to you by the good folks at Guardian Investment Advisors. By the way, none of our sponsors, advertisers here are attached to the content no. all right our opinions right. the opinions of the guy at the newsroom mm-hmm. don't necessarily reflect on anybody else out you'll, there you'll be shocked to discover that uh, they do, are not anarchists who believe in 3d printing guns <laughs> <That's the weirdest laughs> thing. real professionals care commitment kindness always ready to talk to you call them at 710-9199 they being of course gary thurman tide mcintosh guardian investment advisors 710-9199 uh, I'm just gonna just kind of plod along with this when I had the story, but I've I've now misplaced it. But um, uh, most recent most recent reports from inside the the Trump White House. There is no Trump White House. He from back in the day, oh, okay. and this one comes from one of his you know current events advisors and analysts trying to keep him in front of stuff. Reports that he was terrified of the type of incident that Bill Gates fell victim to and other people it began in berkeley they were called the berkeley pie brigade and they would advance on people they disliked their policies or their opinions and they would hit them in the face with a good old-fashioned soupy sales your show of shows cream pie yeah and you know it would just be nothing but literally a plate full of whipped cream but they would whip it and bill gates got a face full yeah and donald trump apparently had a phobia about this and had standing orders to his Secret Service, who of course were probably drunk, hanging out with prostitutes. <laughs> like they're all which that's what they're all doing these days. I'll do it, man. But he was told. He he said, "I want anybody who approaches me with a banana, a pineapple, any kind of fruit or pie to be put down and hospitalized <laughs> in a mental evaluation center." And they said he literally fixated on it. He that's couldn't get funny. over the fact that he may actually get hit in the face with a pie and it would ruin his makeup it would ruin his hair it would ruin his power tie it would show off the fact that he had a belly that was bigger than you think it is because he's got those tailor-made suits and i just he just he lived in fear of the pie i'm sorry i think it's hilarious did he wear spanks i don't know probably Probably. i I just pictured this this scenario um you're not gonna like this I just pictured the yeah. scenario where it happens to Biden, right? And he yeah. doesn't move. He just stands completely <laughs> still. What just happened? And then they walk up the Secret Service and they take his pulse and go, he's dead. He's, 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 I, don't, I could easily see he's that. He's just standing there stark We've still. all wondered that. He's when dead. He, when he hits one of those pauses, we've all wondered that. Is he okay? I know. I always Somebody kinda, hit him with a taser. I don't worry. Because, I mean, like he's, he's probably like a nice guy, whatever. 
if you're interested in the actual full report, check out the latest uh, edition of Vanity Fair. I, I was the most shocked of anybody in the world when National Enquirer broke the Monica Lewinsky story, and suddenly they had credibility. And then Vanity Fair came on about three or four years ago as an actual newsbreaker. Mm-hmm. Uh, never thought that would happen, but then again, we live in odd times. Yeah, National we? Enquirer had the story about uh, Ted Cruz and the one staffer as well. Yeah. yeah. Uh, what are you doing? What are you doing? The community calendar segment of the show. The can Canada you, Drive-In Show. Can you imagine being with Ted Cruz? <laughs> no. Disgusting. No. no. Come in bed with me. God. Are we ready? <laughs> yes. Sorry. Tonight uh, at Barking Legs Theater, vocalist Terry Hall for Wednesday Jazz Night is happening from 7 to 9 p.m. Wednesday Jazz Night. They are on uh, Dodds Avenue. $5 to get you in the door there. Them Dirty Roses with Chase Baker uh, will be at Songbirds on Thursday night as well, 7 p.m. $12 plus for tickets. AVA Social is happening Thursday uh, down at Walker Pav- uh, Pavilion at Coolidge Park. This AVA artist member and prospective member potluck features an art exchange as the cost of admission uh, that's happening from 6 to 9 p.m. and it's free moonlight roller moonlight roller late skate ha- is happening friday i had that one you had that one i did from 6 to 11 p.m. <laughs> at the skate park uh, at the skate park Down uh, the pavilion. exactly it's a late night skating event featuring raffle prizes music food trucks and more it happens after nightfall yep Saturday uh, is the Chattanooga Beer Festival happening at First Pavilion, uh, First Horizon Pavilion, sorry, from 12 to 3, $48. You can sample beers from all over the region. 12 to 3? Yeah, 12 to 3. Noon to 3. Noon to 3. That's the time of the day to be drinking. That's (laughs) the time to go. Uh, In the sunshine. Yeah. In the heat. Yeah. Sample beer, beers from all over the region. Heavy, heavy IPAs, <laughs> heavy uh, ABV. Yeah, there we go. Go, mar- go the martini route like these guys. I'll just show up with and, a steel reserve. Yeah. Jin's, and and you can enjoy music. music. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Shut up. I, I was actually a little bit hungover, I'll admit, yeah, yeah, at about 7 o'clock this morning. Um, the Weeks are playing at Songbirds on Saturday. I love them. Yeah, um, I do too. $25 for tickets to that, 8 o'clock. They're fantastic. I'm more of a month guy. Huh? You're more of a month's guy? guy? Yeah. Uh, Enchanted Wonderland is happening at the convention center, also on Saturday from 6 to 9 p.m. $35 for that. Experience scenes of Wonderland through fashion creativity. Uh, Sunday, just another reminder that Songbirds, a documentary film, uh, will be... I guess they're airing. Are they airing that at Songbirds? Are they playing yeah. that at Songbirds? Yeah, 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 okay. It's, it's 7 p.m., $20 plus to get in the door. Well, Duke's uh, going to be here tomorrow. So and he'll be here, yeah, tomorrow to talk about that. It is an Emmy Award winning uh, documentary, which is very cool. And finally, on Sunday from 11 a.m. to 4 p.m. at the uh, Pavilion is a street food festival. That sounds good. Very quickly, um, down in your old neck of the woods, Ringo, they got the 1890s Day Jamboree yeah, coming up. Always that's always time. fun. Nightfall does start, yeah, this weekend, and that's 35 years of Nightfall, and that's uh, connected that to the to the late night skate there at the skate park. And also, uh, music and movies at Miller Park on Saturday night. It's exactly what it sounds like. And uh, Jesus Christ Superstar coming back to the memorial. Huh. I have seen it several times. I always get chills when the anthem hits. Uh, when the you know the, the actual sound of the theme from Jesus Christ Superstar you know hits in that beginning medley 
I, I found it to be very moving as a young person, and it still does today. I Do you think like Broadway? People, not necessarily. I, I loved Les Mis. I've liked several things I've seen. I thought Cats was crap. It was uh, awful. I thought Rent was terrible. Rent was good. Uh, but, you know, yeah, the, a, a show that I like, I like. I don't know how else to put it. So. I like the music, man. So, uh, Superstar certainly gave you a different perspective on things, and a lot of people thought it was sacrilegious. I didn't see it that way, personally. That's just me. At Quality Tire Pros, we look forward to keeping you on the road in 2022. If your ride is running as rough as the past two years have been, stop in today. Let us check it out. For a quality ride and one you can count on, we carry great tire brands like Michelin. No matter what you drive or where you've driven, Michelin has a tire to fit any need. Quality Tire Pros on Cherokee Boulevard. And Pimp Jen gets her own corner, being the pimp that she is. Brought to you by Chattanooga Safety Products on Highway 58 next to the Hungry House. All your industrial footwear and PPE needs. Safety begins at your feet at Chattanooga Safety Products. Um, Chattanooga Football Club got a game coming up this Saturday as well. Should have put that in the community calendar. What are yes. you doing? Segment. And uh, tickets available. All you have to do is go in Chattanooga Safety Products and say, Hey, I listen to the drive-in show. I listened to the Chattanooga Drive-In Show. I know you sponsor it. Can I have some tickets? And they'll give you a and pair. they'll give you a pair. How about that's that? Right. And that's 20 bucks back in your pocket. Thank you very much. Pretty you can buy a couple of beers. Pretty good. Uh, this may be older news. I'm not sure. But they're saying that the monkeypox outbreak may have started at a rave uh, with, you know, when people were kind of getting it on um, in Spain and Belgium. Did a monkey accidentally get between two people? It's... I don't know if it comes from a monkey. It, it's it's like the smallpox, the, right? This breakout in this country came from a guy who had contact with a prairie dog. He had a pet, okay, a pet prairie dog, hmm. and that is one of the mammalian leaps it can make. Okay. It went from primate to prairie dog, in some setting, guy got it, and you have to be in very close contact with somebody for an extended period yes. of time. Or literally swap bodily fluids right. with them. Large droplets over that can only spread like a foot or two right. uh, from a sneeze or a cough, or all the rest of the fluids that your body, you know. And, but uh, it's not necessarily a sexually transmitted disease. It's not. It's not it as se- a rule. It okay. seems to be the most common. Uh, well, there you you're, you're there you it. are. Right. You know, breathing somebody's sure. air and and other things as as you go. So that's you know some, something to be mindful of. <laughs> Uh, the Hard Rock, Hard Rock Cafe in New York uh, recently... Hard Rock Cafe, that's Hooters. You turned into someone from Michigan. Oh, Sorry. Hard Rock Cafe. Hard Rock. <laughs> <laughs> it's a smart uh, pack. Smart pack. <laughs> they recently uh, sold or auctioned off a bunch of music memorabilia. Uh, Bruce Springsteen's handwritten lyrics to Born to Run sold for nearly $45,000. Elvis Presley's personal Fender Jaguar guitar from the movie Spin Out went for sixty four grand. Wow. And it appears the real prize was actually Kurt Cobain's Fender Mustang guitar from the video uh, For Smells Like Teen Spirit. Yeah. It was estimated it would get north of half a million, but it actually went for $4.5 million. Wow. When nobody knew anything about Nirvana and they were cutting the video for that song, they had an idea, but no cast. They literally went out on the street and got streetwalkers <laughs> and paid them to come in and play the cheerleaders yeah. in that video. Yeah, that's funny. Yeah. And Kurt Cobain hated that video. Yeah. Um, A mom ran outside while breastfeeding her baby to save her pet goose from the claws of a bald eagle. This happened in Florida? She, I don't know where it happened. 
I don't have that information. It was either Florida or Louisiana, I guarantee you. Okay. Well, let's see. She Eagles, yelled at the eagle. Geese, breastfeeding moms. Yeah, all checks. Yep. All right. She yelled at the eagle while running out of the house, which luckily scared it enough to let go of Frankie the goose. You son of a bitch, let go. It was her motherly instincts that kicked in because she ran out of the house topless and with her and just her underwear on. She tells us Frankie's perfectly healthy and, ap- you know, after the near death incident. And, you know, just kind of a not really a connection to that. But, you know, we've been talking about breastfeeding and breast milk and all that. Yeah. I found out this morning from a listener whose wife is a nutritionist that you can buy breast milk. It is $50 for one ounce. Whoa. That would be $150 for a newborn per feeding. Did you, did you did you do your homework and go see if you could buy some isomil or infamil off the say, shelf Brian, yesterday? Oh, gosh, no. I, I, <laughs> you I, were drinking martinis I was. We were, wow. We, yeah. You could have been saving geese. I could have been. Hey, look, yeah, I don't, really, I don't really care that much. <laughs> <laughs> yesterday you were fired up. These are the sacrifices. I still think I can go find some today. <laughs> today, not so much. You guys have no idea the hard work that Jen and I put into making sure this show continues. <laughs> the, the, the eagle yeah. versus goose. That's almost like Barney versus uh, Cookie Monster. Yeah. I, the goose is badass now. Goose I mean, they, will mess you up. They, yes, they their will. wings are hard, and they like bat you yeah, with them. That wingspan <laughs> is good. Yeah, Go grab one. If I you had one attack me. me at Camp Jordan one time. And went, I, I saw one of my up. neighbors approaching a black buzzard, a vulture, black vulture, not the turkey vultures we we see more often around here. Yeah. in his yard, and he was creeping up when I was driving by with the dogs. We've been out walking. And I just rolled my window. And I said, "Don't do it. Don't do it. You don't want what's coming, which would be a projectile vomit." Yeah, which is their first line of defense, and they can spray it from here to Brian with no trouble whatsoever. That's about how close he was. I didn't see what the result was. It's like the one don't, raptor. Don't in get the, near a buzzard. Like the one uh, raptor in Jurassic Park. I have two more very quick things uh, that are locally related. Uh, Chattanooga's oldest continuing road race, the Chattanooga Chase, is returning on Memorial Day at Riverview Park. All right. Uh, the local tradition draws thousand runners plus a number of community supporters and businesses. It's it's 8K. Um, it's beginning at 8 a.m. And you can register at ChattanoogaChase.org. Also, on Memorial Day, the National Medal of Honor Heritage Center is hosting a special exhibit opening event for the gallery's new permanent edition that will highlight Medal of Honor recipient Alexander Bonneman, mm-hmm. uh, a posthumous recipient from World War II. Tickets include an open bar and food. Oh, well, I'll be there. Russell the Love Muscle gets his segment as well, which we refer to as the Muscle Flex. Brought to you by the Intentional Living Project, intentionallivingproject.com. Be more intentional with your money, relationships, time, and thoughts. Learn from your successes and failures. Bruce Dodd is the one in charge of that project, and Russell's Flex flex time i was going to go over some amazon reviews uh for a steering wheel desk but i've decided to save that for another time because that'll be around forever this i think takes precedence um uh trust me it's funny yes Uh, there's a story there yeah south korea uh scrambled their fighter jets yesterday or two days ago for you after uh russian and chinese jets entered south korean airspace 
one of the things you just don't expect to ever hear about because normally when we hear about jets entering another country's airspace and it being a problem it's china entering taiwan's airspace they do it all the time china doesn't even recognize taiwan as a real country after all but south korea is a whole nother story south korea is in fact universally recognized as a legitimate country by all but one other country the other country being north korea uh, South Korea's military said on Friday that it scrambled their fighter jets after two Chinese and seven, I'm surprised they even have seven warplanes left, seven Russian warplanes intruded into South Korean airspace uh, during uh, what they called regular training. The Chinese and Russian aircraft entered the northeastern part of the Korean Air Defense Identification Zone for an unspecified period before eventually leaving. They said that they actually didn't violate South Korean airspace, but that's not true. Uh, the Joint, uh, Joint Chiefs of Staff in South Korea, uh, their military is modeled after ours, by the way, so all the terms they have, we have too. Uh, the Joint Chiefs of Staff said that they did mobilize the uh, fighter jets to chase them away, but didn't actually need to because they left before they got there. Uh, still definitely worrying. I doubt that Russia or China would uh, directly attack South Korea in any time in the near future because that would be suicide for everyone involved we have a pact with south korea much like we do with taiwan where if south korea gets attacked we attack the person who attacked south korea so if it's china we're in a war with china if it's russia we're pretty much already in a war with russia so that's the uh, most recent happenstance in the international world it's uh, odd but uh, it's not something that should be cause for concern yet <laughs> yeah. A special thanks to Color Creek Press. They print out our t-shirts and uh, sponsor the development of our t-shirt program, part of the special weapons program that we have running at the, the Chattanooga Drive-In Show. Um, you can, I think there's what, two t-shirts left to buy? There's uh, two or three XLs and two smalls. And you can contact uh, Chattanooga Drive-In Show at gmail.com. Yeah, if you want to get your hands on those, they're reasonably priced. And if you want to get your own t-shirts printed, contact Color Creek Press. They're uh, here local. You can also just go on their website, colorcreekpress.com. Mountains looking at each other. One of the names that supposedly where Chattanooga originated, mountains looking at each other, rock rising to a point, river of death, whatever it might be. Uh, that's the one I went with. And uh, 40 years since E.T., 35 years of nightfall starting this Friday. And huh. just a couple of nightfall memories, just for, purely just out of the old memory banks uh, for fun and profit. Remember when it was brand new, they didn't have any of the streets closed off. They just had folding chairs out in front of that stage. And the first season they had John Hyatt, Mm -hmm. I John remember that. Prine. Yeah. And wow. and I I literally at the John Prine show, I believe I could name everybody that was in the audience. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I, it wouldn't be difficult. Um people didn't know what was happening. Nobody went downtown 35 years ago. There was no activity downtown. And I mean cars were going by and we're just sitting there watching these incredibly talented people and it wasn't until the last show I believe of that season when Allison Krauss played where the word had gotten out that there were so many people that they said, you know what, somebody's going to get run over. And the next go around, they actually had yeah. the streets blocked off in just a very limited little location there. Mm -hmm. And then it kept on spreading and getting out bigger and bigger. The one that really sent it off the edge of the table as far as the crowds went was the Bare Naked Ladies, who they booked and had down there right before their first big hit. Do you remember the first big hit that Bare Naked Ladies had, Brian? I'm... The Old Apartment. 
Oh yeah, the name of the song. Nineteen ninety-seven is when they played it. Uh, yep. Nightfall. I have the poster at God, the house still. Huge, uh, huge. Hated crowd. them when I was a kid. They're a great band. They were clever. <laughs> They're a great band. Funny and very catchy, poppy. Uh, you know, best known now, I guess, for you know, Big Bang, Big Bang, Big Bang, and their their oh, little yeah. theme song to that. But I mean, God, they put on such a great show. So energetic, and just geeks, total nerds. Uh, didn't look like rock stars, but boy, they they sure did. Uh, you know, bring the fire. Uh, remarkable show. I remember seeing Sun Ra and his orchestra. You probably know by Sun Ra. I don't yeah. know what these guys do. Yeah. Um, a huge, big African centric band hmm. led by a very eccentric guy, Sun Ra, and the orchestra. They had <laughs> like 14 people in it. And they did this one long psychedelic song called Riding the Space Waves, where they formed this parade of people and they were just go we're riding the space waves and they repeated that over and over again they wound their way through the crowd and one of the dancers that they had got so excited he jumped up in the air and did like a kung fu taekwondo kick and landed completely on his back and hurt himself and knocked himself oh completely out for a second <laughs> and they were still riding the space waves and this dude was just laying there they were stepping over <laughs> mr chicago's money god dude did you see that man he's messed up and <laughs> never get that. i lost a son down there once eli went missing and there was another african band who i can't i mean literally from africa mm. from kenya or ghana and they had this the lead guy was a huge man that had this massive banjo-like instrument which he strapped around his waist it looked like a big phallic symbol and he was plucking at it, plucking it, and they were jamming and jamming it lasted like for 15 minutes and the whole time eli was missing and uh, we were leaving and and they 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 knew you don't go past the bricks stay yeah. on the concrete right once you hit the bricks you turn around and come back but the crowd was so big and it was pushing forward we were leaving and he got he got left I panicked. Oh, my God. I, I ran to imagine. everybody I knew, and I would just grab them by their shirt and go, Have you seen Eli? He's missing. Help me find him. I had people looking everywhere. I was going up to officers going, My, my son's missing. And I, if, if I had seen somebody holding his hand and oh. walking in the opposite oh, direction, man. I would have killed him right then and there yeah. without asking any questions. I wouldn't blame I've him. Never, I've never experienced time stretch out as much as I did. Yeah. The song ended, and somebody walked out on stage and said, we have a missing child here. Is there a Jeff Styles in the audience? Everybody goes, boo, boo, bad dad, bad dad. And I went up, I was crying. He'd gone up to a woman in a wheelchair Aww. and said, I'm lost. And she said, well, just stay right here with me, honey, mm -hmm. and waited for the song to end. It was all good. Well, you're not but worried about a William in a wheelchair running off with your kid. Good Lord, I couldn't believe how bad I felt. I can't imagine somebody who loses him at Six Flags oh. or something oh, like that or an gosh. airport. Um, I and saw Sean Colvin down there. I saw Sean Colvin down there. I saw Jonathan there. Brooke there. Uh -huh. John Hyatt's amazing. Yeah. I and went to um, I went to Ice on the Landing a couple of days ago, and I saw Osama Bin Laden there. <laughs> <laughs> Richard Thompson uh, comes out, and, and incredible guitarist, remarkable talent. And he goes, got any drunks in the audience? I should have known better. <laughs> I put up my hand like so many people did, thinking it was going to be funny. He does his song, um, God's Own Drunk. Uh, or, or God loves a drunk. It's oh, one of the worst, most painful, just take out a scalpel and take out your heart song if you actually are a drunk. And I was going, well, that was a bad idea to raise my hand and bring attention to myself on that one. Uh, Couldn't be worse than The Missing Kid, though. Most aggressive rock and roll show I ever saw at Nightfall, The Black Keys, when they were brand new. Oh, wow. Nobody knew who they were. Uh, the White Stripes were huge. Oh, these guys are trying to be the White Stripes. Oh my God, I cannot believe how much noise those two dudes were able to put across. Dawes, 
Nobody knew who they were either, and it was like seeing a, a mixture between the band and Springsteen. I mean, everybody's jaw was on the ground. Here come the mummies, first time anybody yeah. had ever seen them. What the hell is happening here? <laughs> what is this? And I mean, that's back, I mean, again, nobody knew anything about them. They completely stayed in character. They would sing and sing and sing, but when the song was over, they would just go, oh, <laughs> <laughs> that was it. Now, you know, that was part of the shtick. But a, a wonderful series. People always try to make Riverbend and Nightfall competitors. I think they saw it more so than, than we did when I was at Friends of the Festival. But I, I'm, I'm just a huge fan, so get on down to Nightfall. All right. Regional Roundup Shotgun Shoutouts. Tennessee American Water Company sponsors this segment of the show, and we appreciate them so much over there. They do such a good job cleaning up that water out of the Tennessee River, getting it to our faucet so we can drink it straight from the faucet. Fill up your water bottles. You don't have to buy plastic 15 times a week or a day for some of you. Uh, East Brainerd, $200 million set aside for thank you for that little pop exactly at the right time. <laughs> <laughs> Plastic water Oops. bottle. Yeah, I wasn't trying to shame you. $200 million going to East Brainerd for a housing and school proposed at the former Cygnus site. And I hate housing and schools. 95 acres, mostly wooded right now on Goodwin Road. We'll see how that goes. Good luck to them. Uh, going to have a new charter school in our area called the Chat Academy. That's a good name. That's uh, Chat Academy. Yes. Uh, and it is going to be a dual immersion school for both Spanish-speaking students and English-speaking students. Mm. All lessons will be taught in both languages, and they will not tell you which language they're going to speak. If you are familiar, if you've ever taken a foreign language and you went through an immersion program, they never speak English to you. Right. From the time you arrive to the time you leave, you just get used to hearing Spanish and you start putting two and two together to form cuatro. And the same thing for Spanish-speaking students. When they switch to English, <laughs> there will be no remediation or, or halting with the lesson. They will just continue. They figure that's the best way to come up with bilingual students, I guess. Kind of an interesting tactic. It is. A, it's, a good, it's a good tactic. And, you know, um, I have... Uh, connection to someone who's taught English in a foreign country before yep. and in, Me too. in Korea they do the same thing where in uh, yeah. the English classes at the after school programs they don't speak Korean at all it's all English uh, state by state news Huntsville Alabama campaign stop Monday Governor Kay Ivey stressed her record on jobs gun rights and abortion seeking to avoid a runoff I don't and know what the Kay, GOP primary there I'm sorry I, I don't know what Kay Ivey actually sounds like but I imagine it's sort of like Dolly Parton just throwing that out there. I can actually tell you, do you remember what Ann Richardson sounded like from yeah. Texas? Yeah. That, a voice very similar to that. Oh, okay. It's southern, you know, steel magnolia gotcha. type, you know, uh, strong but but older kind of cracky voice, but yeah. still you wouldn't want to mess with her. <laughs> uh, Savannah, Tybee Island uh, beaches officially become smoke-free on June 1st. Damn it. Now that's that, nice. I'll be going to go on vacation I'll be, there. I'll be totally honest with you. I think that's silly to it make is. a beach smoke-free. No, 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 because of the litter. I can the litter, I, I get. I mean, so find somebody $500 for throwing a cigarette butt down. No, there is nothing uh, worse than laying out your stuff, laying down on the sand and then having a jerk next to you smoking cigarettes I think of a blowing few in your face all day. That's your problem. Man America. Sucked up on your face no, would be you. worse. Uh, <laughs> shark attack. Uh, Raleigh, North Carolina, Republicans in the state senator weighing legislation that would expand Medicaid coverage to hundreds of thousands of low-income adults in that state, a prospect many have long opposed. Cleveland, Tennessee, here you go, Lee University, private Christian school, reportedly considering strictly limiting students' free speech rights on sexuality and gender from how they behave to what they wear and what they say on campus or online. 
or, or online. online. So there's the other little part of that story that we had not heard before. Ask people at Southern what they think about that, and they're going to say, yeah, that's what we've been doing that's for we've been 50 doing years. Forever. I was just thinking that, yeah, I mean, uh, again, I, I know quite a few people who have gone to very conservative Christian colleges, and they were exactly the same way. Uh, they had a morality clause, and if you violated it, you were kicked out. Got zero problem with that. Yeah, I mean, that's just how it is. You, you pay their, the money. Their gig, their, their stay. Nobody is forced to go to that school. Right. You're paying money to go there. You could I mean, just I think you're all a bunch of damn fools, but I don't have any problem with it. <laughs> sure. But, I mean, you're free to be a damn fool if you want to be, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, I've, I've you know spoken to so many colleges around here over the years, and you know the one I always enjoyed the most? Brian. The students were more engaged and questioned more and, mm-hmm. and just were more conversational. Is that a denomination, denomination school? It's as Baptist, Baptist as they get yeah. uh, and just, in, you know, hardcore. But they seem to be pretty enlightened to me and certainly didn't mind hearing from the other end of the political spectrum. Or they wouldn't have had me up there. Yeah, uh, so I was, people I surprise you. Yep. All Being right. One. <laughs> there you go. Top of the pops. I'm just going to share very quickly. Speaking of Madison Cawthorn. This is Leonard Pitt's take on that. Leonard Pitt's Jr., of course, who writes for the Miami Herald and one of the few columnists that still get picked up by other papers around the neck of the woods here. I think he's pretty good. I'm not a big columnist guy, but I think he's pretty good. Yeah, and he's, you know, certainly just, he's he's very progressive. Sure. Um, So it's, I'm just going to read this verbatim. Talking about Madison Cawthorn's defeat. It's okay if you embrace a white supremacist theory like Representative Elise Stefanik it's no problem if you're an anti-Semite like Representative Marjorie Taylor Greene. It's fine if you support insurrection like Senator Josh Hawley. Just don't embarrass the party. One might argue that any or all of the above ought to be enough to embarrass the party plenty, but that argument misreads the current zeitgeist in this country. Consider Cawthorn's catalog of impolitic behavior. He twice brought loaded guns to the airport, he was shown on one video thrusting his naked genitals into another man's face. On another one, he was partying in woman's lingerie. He was accused of sexual harassment. He issued an apparent call for the violent overthrow of the U.S. government. His controversies ranged from kinkiness to outright sedition, touching several bases in between, yet none of it raised more than mild intraparty reproof. Not so a March podcast wherein he inexplicably claimed to have been invited to cocaine-fueled orgies by his colleagues. That is what got him ousted from his position and lost all of his support from fellow GOPers. So some, some, some potential wisdom there. And if you've seen, have you seen Cawthorn's recent comment? <laughs> no, Saying I that basically the left came and got him because oh, yeah, he stood right. up for Trump and for Stop the Steal and all the rest of that stuff. He said it was an organized assault, if I recall correctly. He yeah. also said now is the time for full-blown dark MAGA revenge <laughs> to take its place in the American theater. Good luck, Billy Bob. There you go. Laser beam eyes. Um, <laughs> um, the international mantra of the eternally confused. Um, it's a time-buying tactic for when you're trying to think of what you're wanting to say. And I'm just going to leave you on this one. Anybody else who wants to join in, feel free. Letter writer Larry Ortega. And this is something near and dear to my heart, the Hawassi River. I write on behalf of all the users of the Hawassi River. The current flows are historically low and are frankly destroying the fishery. The water has never reached this high temp this early in the season. What's the cause? Question mark. The current situation is unsustainable 
for any of the concerned parties. There is not enough flow for recreational kayakers and tubers. Flows may facilitate the wading fishermen now, not so the boating fishermen, but soon the fish will be gone because of the water temperatures and you won't be able to wade if there are no fish. You can wade, but you won't be catching anything. Of course, there is no generation occurring. I am unaware of this. Apparently, water levels so low, like out in Lake Mead mm-hmm. and, uh, and out west, they're not able to generate electricity from the hydroelectric dams on the Hawassi. Oh, man. And I have, I've never seen it that bad. When they've done work on the dams in the past, they've had to bring down the river levels, and they had massive trout die-offs, but they always restocked. Apparently, that's not working this year because it's yeah. just been too low for too long. And it keeps on going. It says, um, of course, if there is no generation occurring, so TVA is seeing no benefit, so they're not paying attention. In fact, it is difficult to imagine who is to benefit from these damaging low flows. So I don't know what's happening up there. I have not been up to the Wasi so far this year, but it is a beautiful, I think it is the most beautiful scenic river in the southeast. Oh, I agree completely. I, I think, I mean, the Okoe is a lot of fun, but the Hawassi is just gorgeous beyond belief. If you've never gone, you should go. If you ever want to take the train ride up, you know, from, um, uh, oh, for goodness sakes, Etowah, on up to the very, very top of the mountain, way past the uh, put-in at the Hawassi, up into that wilderness area. It's absolutely gorgeous. It is scenic, historic, and just, it's where God lives, as far as I'm concerned. Mm-hmm. So keep the Hawassi healthy, if at all possible. Thank you so much for tuning in today. Chattanooga Drive-In Show. Hey, we will not have a show on Memorial Day Monday. Instead, I'm going to do a quick flashback, get in Mr. Peabody's Wayback Machine, and record a new Rockyology, an hour-long music show that's just purely for entertainment. And I hope you listen, and I hope you enjoy it. And you can go back and check out any of the archived Rockyologies. did about two years of them. Yeah, you can. And uh, they're all going to be at, at uh, fredpodcast.com or justilesamerica.com. They're, they're also on you yeah. know Spotify Apple yeah. Podcasts, the go, same places we same, post Wherever this you podcast. found this one, you yep. can just go back and just keep on searching and keep on searching back until you start running into and Storyville's I'll, and Rocky I'll, Yeah, I'll, of course, post it to our Facebook page. It's been almost a year, and I already got the songs picked out, and it kicks much ass. It does. 